It's showtime. Down the other podcast one by one. That clip is why people make fun of you. This is all just for the radio. And why Mike? We want business to take care of. We are the number one podcast on the internet today. Welcome to yet another episode of WATS, the show thousands of people come to to learn the age-old question, what's the deal with social media? If you can find a show that knows more about social media, shoot me a link. I'd like to make fun of it sometime. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, is Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? What's up, buddy? I want to say to the chat today that I know we have a good time making fun of my disability, and I can take it. I'm I'm a big boy. I understand. But what I can't tolerate is the fact that we've done this show for months and no one has told me that Carl is wearing makeup while we do the show. <laughs> you guys got to alert me to this shit. <laughs> I mean, come on. I can't see it on my own. Just tell me. Some people are saying that I won't read your super chats. Those people are spreading misinformation and should be quickly carted off to rumble because I will read every super chat. And I'll even interrupt my blind co-host in a very rude manner to do so. And I want to start off. By thanking CMOS4044 and let's go, Brandon. Yay, Super Chats. Not for Super Chats, but for becoming members of our YouTube channel. We do have membership now. You can hit the join button and sign up to become a member of the show, which gives you access to some emojis no one else has. But more importantly, all of the exclusive bonus content that we do on Who Are These Podcasts and Someday Who Are These Socials. And uh, Gree C N word, <laughs> Gree C N word oh. with two bucks. Great job yesterday, Carl. All right, well, let's start off with our uh, our famous banter. Now, Mike, you've been a busy guy today. I've been a busy guy. We've both been podcasting all day. Sure. We're both professional podcasters. It was very nice to see you on the BS show this morning. That was a uh, pleasant surprise because I was I was tuning in to see what they had to say about uh, Misery Love's company yesterday, Suttering John's return to the internet. And of course, I got to be there for that, which I was very excited. I appreciate KB for having me on. But uh, yeah, great job on uh, BS this morning. Oh, thank you. Everyone uh, complimented me on giving them a hand job and not insulting them enough, which I guess I was supposed to do. I have to say, I now understand your plight in this section of the internet. You're not allowed to go on a show with Shuli and not completely trash him or else you're a pussy. I didn't realize that today, and I will correct it. I'm sorry. Oh, isn't that interesting? The Shuli hate is real. It is yeah, real. Very. There was I forgot what I said to John. So I mean I I don't know if I was defending Shuli or just what you know though you know actually I do know what it was. John tried to get a little gotcha moment on me and he goes, Carl, you could probably name ten things off the top of your head of famous things I did on the Howard Stern show since you're such a fan. Can you even name three that Shuli's done? And I rattled off immediately because I'm a Stern fan yeah. and I know these things. And of sure. course in the chat I just see, oh, Okay, we're kissing Shuli's ass now. Like nobody <laughs> did do good things. On the, I know no one wants to admit it, but he did some good things on the third show, and his impressions of Wack Packers were spot on. I don't get as much shit for complimenting Brendan Schaub as I do Shuli. It's crazy. 
Yeah, well, I, I guess people are in on the joke on that one. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, you really <laughs> do no like. Joke. What do you mean? <laughs> you really do like Brendan Chop Turbo twelve twenty seven two bucks. Neither Micro Carl has kids. Just saying. All right, should we cup? Should we announce yeah. it? Should we make our announcement now to the world? Mike, are you this ready? Was, this was exposed on my show. Carl and I are ready to be uh, non-kid, non-fathers together. That's correct. <laughs> we're yes. entering non-fatherhood as a couple. Yeah, we're going steady. um i want to say thank you to everyone for tuning in at a weird day and time or eight o'clock on a wednesday instead of our normal six o'clock on thursdays because you're going to see a comedy show i know tom myers derailed the entire program i apologize but i will be in haver de grace maryland tomorrow very exciting i'm excited i'm excited for you i can't wait to hear how that goes and actually we have some uh some clips for that but before we get into that Tom with 10 bucks. Yay, super chats. That you destroyed Stuttering John last night. Great job. Thank you, Tom. I had a blast on uh, on MLC talking to Stuttering John. Something I never thought I would do. Talk to Stuttering John Melendez and it all happened you yesterday. Did, I, will, I will compliment you and say you did a very, not just a good job, but I thought there would be an element of now you're finally talking to him. Mm-hmm. And you would kind of feel like you had to go like, John, we're just busting ball. No, you zeroed in on him and you, you, you fucking hammered him the whole time. I was proud of you. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I did keep it light, though. I, I wasn't going to just like scream at him either. You know, we're, we're, we're still having fun over here. But he did enough of that for the both of you, I think. <laughs> All right. We yeah, also played, we that's played true. the Carl Gay compilation and the Fuck You Carl compilation on my program today. I can't wait to hear that. So, yeah, John uh, called me out quite a bit. He called me a gay person a lot. And he told me to fuck off quite a bit. Oh, super Jamaica Wiener Hard Would the a gay gr- man play a jingle like that, folks? <laughs> Good point. The great Brian Johnson <laughs> with five bucks. Carl, stop acting so effeminate. Blind Mike, I don't think you're getting invited to Kevin Brennan's next barbecue. No, he is not a fan. Oh, <laughs> not no. a fan of my work. Uh, I don't know how that happened. I've talked too much already on this show today. Oh, no. Pasquale is a member on YouTube. Thank you very much. Our latest review girl, our newest review girl, Annie, comes in. This show is pretty cool, too. Three bucks. Thank you very much, Annie. Julie Egar. (laughs) Julie Egar. Five bucks. (laughs) Hello, Mike. Hopefully, Carl will be a good boy and evenly split this $500 super chat with you. Have a wonderful day, (laughs) my dear. Yeah, I see what you did there. I see what you did. Nava down south. Agree with Vince. Crying face. Uh, crying laughing face. Hate all those not really blind podcasters. Good job on the show, Mike. Yeah, I brought this up on WTP. That, yeah, for whatever reason, people always have to ask you, how blind are you? That's always the question everyone wants. And Vince really wanted to know how blind you are. Yeah, but then did you hear his response? He was like, at the end, I think it was when we were uh, signing off, he goes, uh, I really hate people that say they're blind and aren't totally blind. And I was like, sorry, like by eight, in <laughs> yeah. 20 years, you'll get your wish, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> it's getting worse. Well, you are all right, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, it was very weird. Yeah. He's a weird guy. Uh, Dennis Harney with $25. All right. That deserves a, a drop or a, a jingle. Super chats go to buy my contact lenses. Super chats go to buy my contact lenses. Carl, 
don't you... let Vince hear that. He's going to think contact lenses fix my eyes, so don't don't get confused. Vince. Doug from the Jiggles department thinks the same thing. I don't know why he's really <laughs> obsessed with contact lenses for you. Uh, but anyway, Dennis says, Carl, you ki-, maybe it's Denise. I apologize. Carl, you killed it on the podcast with Stuttering John, although I have to say it was pretty cringe when you tried to say Shuli had any talent whatsoever. Okay, yeah, there, there you go. See? Yeah, they hate him <laughs> so much. That's what happens right there. Uh, DF was two bucks. Creepy how many, what is that word, similarities there are between Suttering John and Eric the Midget. Yeah. I can see, I can in see terms that. of ego, I can see that. Definitely. They're both whack packers at this point, for sure. For sure. And yeah. uh, one of them is already left us. One's not long for this world. John looked terrible. He looks so That's- bad. That's what everyone was saying. Why? I heard these reports that he was in like the best shape of his life and he's running marathons. <laughs> yeah, and... I heard these reports. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was on CNN.com. And... I should I should say this. Um, so John claims that he ran a half marathon recently and he's in good shape. And perhaps that's true. I'm just talking about his complexion. So he's growing his hair out. So he's got this weird long hair that has no gray in it whatsoever. All of the gray is in his face. So it's a very odd combination of dark hair and just white as a ghost complexion. Yeah. Well, he said it's for acting roles, and you know that's a classic character in Hollywood these days. Right. The elderly white man. <laughs> ghost of Christmas past, apparently. WATS versus subreddit surfing. Alex with $2. I know. I apologize to uh, my buddy Vinny and Cardiff over there. They are live on their channel as well. And then another $2 from Nelson's TAS and Game Archive. Ever heard of Gail Cord Schuler? Grade A WATS bait. Please send us a link. Right. Yeah, send me the name or something so I can yeah. look into it. Who are these.com is where you can get uh, our email and everything else associated with the show if you want to give us some uh, some information. All right. Thank you guys for the support. And I appreciate uh, I actually. People will reach out to me and say, even people on Reddit like you today, Carl. I was like, well, what is, what is going on? This is insane. So <laughs> I very much appreciate the uh, the positive feedback from uh, the episode I did with Centering John yesterday. Let's get this show started. TikTok's a psyop by the Chinese to fuck up the minds of our youth and some other people too. So let's talk quite a lot about these TikTokers we stalk and know. Oh, 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 TikTok fucking over to TikTok and Tom Myers because he is promoting the show that you will be at tomorrow night. Yeah, you you've kind of laughed at me for doing this. I I, I think you don't quite understand why I'm going down there. And I, I'm I've tried to get it across to you. And then finally Tom posted a couple of promos. And I was like, well, if I can't convince Carl, these certainly will. Now everyone will understand the magic that will be happening in Haver de Grace tomorrow. Oh, no, I, I watch these ahead of time because I, I do a little prep, but I'm already jealous. <laughs> okay, I'm, good. I'm good. We won you over. <laughs> June 29th in Havergrace. Myself, Tom Myers, other people. Okay, what you should do is maybe you should introduce yourself first. Why? They'll, they'll find out. I'm the, if they don't know, uh, Google. Or maybe do that before you film it. <laughs> Mayor Havergrace, Fast Grimes, <laughs> uh, I ran unopposed. That's how I won. <laughs> that band's going to be there. It's going to be a awesome time that band's headlining can't wait for that awesome you're really excited about this show aren't yes. you a bunch of other brian <laughs> uh michelle candace 
Oh, that's a good time. Plus us? Yeah. With the original winner of Last Comic Standing. That fan. That was all oh, awesome. I cannot wait for this show. Armor Sergeant. Thursday, Thursday, June 29th, doors open at 7, show starts at 8. Tickets are going to go very quickly, so get them now. I just can't hide it. Tickets are going to go very quickly, Mike. I love his style of comedy, the absurdist style of comedy that he has. It, it really tickles tickles my funny bone. What the fuck's he talking about? It's pretty well documented. The tickets are not going fast for this one. Plenty of seats, if could- people. If I could define quickly for you, what he means by that is uh, that we very swiftly moved in and bought the back row of seats. (laughs) And uh, since then, it has been more of a a drizzle. There may be three other seats sold that aren't people that are with us. So I don't know. What I worry about is that they're going to ask us to move from the back row to the front. And I'm a little afraid of being the victim of some of Tom's crowd work. See that would be that. that would be rough because if I know one thing about Tom, he's quick. He's quick witted, <laughs> quick yes. with a joke. It went up your smoke. All right. Well, we're not done with the promotion for this show. Oh, there. One thing I just one thing I wanted to point out real quick was in that video, you hear him. The guy's like, "Ah, it's uh, that fan. He won the last guy. It's going to be fun." And Tom Myers goes. <laughs> You're very excited about this show, aren't you? <laughs> like he's not selling it well enough, so yeah. Tom has to sell us himself and be like, "Oh, he is excited. I didn't realize." And I have to say, most comedy shows, I don't see all the comedians going to social media to promote it weeks and weeks in advance. They're uh, typically it's up to the club to promote the shows that they're doing, and it's kind of on them. And then they'll show up and do press, maybe you know that weekend. But yeah. uh, this makes me nervous about the, how this show is going to go. The fact that Tom feels the need to promote this so much. You don't think Dave Chappelle holds Donnell Rawlings at gunpoint to make TikTok videos? You don't think he needs to do that? I mean, I, not that I've seen. I don't, I don't know <laughs> for a possible. fact. <laughs> Hello, my friends. Uh, my friend, comedian Candace Saunders is here, and she has a very important message for you. Happy Grace, June 29th, Opera House. Gonna be there with Tom Myers, Dat Fan, winner of Last Comic Standing Season 1. Gonna be there. You're really excited about this show, aren't you? I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yes. Get yes. your tickets at the uh, Opera House website. Uh, text 502-0056-443-502-0056 for more information. Uh, us. That fan, Candace, myself, Michelle Wojo, Thez and Grimes. Thez Grimes. Thez Grimes, Ryan oh. Lina, Magic by Judgmentalist, courtesy of Elkton Magic, proud sponsors of the show. We want to see you there. What's going to happen? We're going to get there and rip it up. Get those yeah. tickets, baby. Do it. <laughs> All right. This is getting very desperate. Now, <laughs> I have to say, that call to action is so convoluted. Just one website. That's all you need. Just give us the website. Instead, he's giving out text numbers and phone numbers yeah. and multiple websites. I don't I know what the to phone do. number was. I, I know he repeated himself, but it sounded like it was about thirteen digits. So. No, this this is what's crazy about that, Mike, because he didn't explain this well. The first number he gave out was the number to text to. The second number he gave out was the phone number. It wasn't that he was repeating himself. Oh, yeah, Jesus! That's Christ. what I mean. It was so convoluted. Like, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do? I don't know how to do this. I can't even go to the show if I wanted to. I do have to say, I walked with a little extra pep in my step when I heard Fez Grimes was going to be there. I was like, but I mean, guys, are you sure you don't want more money? They're going to tear <laughs> it up. 
They're going to tear it up. Fizz Grimes, come on. I love that they're really promoting the winner of the first season of Last Comic Standing. You know that show that all the comedy fans watched, Last Comic Standing. And for you kids out there, we are referring to season one, which was, I believe, 2001. was the first <laughs> yeah, season I know. of Last Comic that. Standing. <laughs> that, that show was, was in 4-3 aspect ratio, if that means anything to anyone. It was in standard yeah. definition. That's how old this show is that we're still... Promoting. It was made to keep up with Survivor season one. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> so that's how long ago. Yay, super chats. I come buckets, two bucks. I heard Mike likes men. P.S. Wear yeah. boobs. This is this is what you've done, Carl, to the the childless community. Is they were all <laughs> calling me gay on my show today. <laughs> I didn't do this. Story <laughs> created John did this. You've given us a bad name, dude. I've never. Even, I can't go any. I've I can't go to parks heard, now without my son. <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> anyone call someone gay because they didn't have children before. I've never even heard of such a thing. I I couldn't even wrap my mind around it. Like, what do you mean? What do you think? What do you think is going on, John? <laughs> So bizarre. All right. You know, one of the things that we like to do on WTS is we like to expose lesser known music for people because I am a musician and I like to get uh, the word out for some of these great artists that uh, maybe aren't getting the regular radio play or getting put on the Spotify playlist that we're all listening to. All right, and listen, we've already covered this one. We have a new song from Lisa Gale. I just want to remind everyone of what turned us on to this artist to begin with because she's got a way with lyrics, with singing. She's just got a whole style to her that I think Mike and I both enjoy. Absolutely. In order to be a man, you got to toe the line. And as long as you're able, we'll do just fine. So that's the three-second rule. Actually, no. You know what? What am I doing? That's the pre-chorus. Let me at least play the chorus for you here, the hook. Okay. I'm sorry. I will stop it there. I'm going to give everyone blue balls. My apologies, everyone. <laughs> oh, come on. Imagine this woman with a stopwatch watching her man look at another girl's ass, like, all right, that's it. Three seconds. It's up. Three, two, one. You're done, buddy. <laughs> You're done now. So that's the I, uh, three second rule. I also love the, the, uh, like the kind of rules you had in school, as if anyone heard that and was like, rules? What does yeah. that mean? What, what oh, do you mean? Oh, like the school rules. I got you. What, what are these rules thing? I've been speaking English all my <laughs> life and I have no idea. <laughs> There's also a yield sign behind her that says three second rule school. So she was really excited about that rhyme she came up with. This is very literal, this video. Yeah, I know. It's really, it's a lot of country is like that. Okay. And by the way, I forgot where I was. I think my wife and I were somewhere in Florida. They were playing all this country music. And I'm listening to the lyrics. Is there ever, ever any like nuance? 
Is there ever any metaphors in country music? Like everything is just very straightforward. It seems like if they're singing about a pickup truck, that's not like a metaphor yeah. for another thing. You're like I'm trying to get through my life and I need to travel. No, it's like no, I'm getting in a pickup truck and driving. Shane Gillis actually had a great joke about that, where he he said that like uh, like white trash love country music because they can literally relate into the in the moment of what they're doing. Where yeah. like country lyric will be like, "I turn my radio up," and he's like, "I can do that right now." Shit, <laughs> my girlfriend's fat. Yep, <laughs> nailed it. All right. So this is but this Lisa Gale. So remember Rebecca Black, the girl that uh, the Friday song. Fri- that got it's really Friday, popular? yeah. So I believe what happened with her is she had like you know well-off parents that could just pay for music video production and shit mm-hmm. like that. I think Lisa Gale is kind of in the same boat, but with a wealthy husband. I believe that's her story because she has a real catalog of music that we could pick through here. So I think this is like her second biggest hit. This is what the fans say is their favorite. You know, the other one is like the radio hit. This Got is it. more what the fans go with, I think. Yeah, because I like that this one, the three-second rule, in the YouTube title, it does say the official music video. So a lot yeah. of people are taking this song, putting their own videos together with it. This is the official one. Right. Okay. So now we're going to check out her other hit, Coffee or Tea. I'm excited already. <laughs> what a choice. <laughs> what a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Driving her convertible around right now. Looking good. White convertible. Driving through a suburban town. (laughs) Right, we're having fun. Her outfit sucks. Wanna build up here? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you choose. You've got my heart pounding. I want you around. <laughs> so I, I love the fact that she can't hit notes. She doesn't write good lyrics. But at least she's old, fat, and ugly. So at least she's got that going <laughs> for her. Jesus I Christ, mean, Mike. She's an older woman, no? Yes, I feel yeah. like her songs would kind of suggest, like, she thinks of herself as, like, a, a young, hot number. <laughs> yes, obviously. People are winding up to get coffee or tea with her in her mind. <laughs> coffee, tea, or me, boys. <laughs> and the way they shoot these videos, she wore two different outfits, and they have to keep editing her like to make it look like, I don't know if you probably don't remember this. I'm definitely dating myself, but there was a guy named C.C. DeVille, who's a lead guitarist for a band called Poison in the 80s, okay. although they're probably still around. And the thing that he used to always do is during the guitar solo part of the music video, he'd have a different guitar on every time they would do a, a cut. So he's got all these different guitars. You're like, whoa, CC DeVille must own hundreds of guitars. How cool. This woman <laughs> owns two outfits. And they keep flipping back and forth between the two. And I'm like, wow, two. Equally impressive. She's the CC DeVille of fashion. <laughs> Let's get a drink or two. You are so satisfying. There ain't no denying.
these lyrics make sense. So I'm just going <laughs> to say it. Or tea or be with me. Coffee. <laughs> you have to draw a line in the sand. You the can't answer. have a cup of, tea, cup of tea with her. <laughs> the answer is coffee. Coffee or tea or be with me. Okay. Also, when people say let's have a drink or two, they mean like you know get a get a margarita or a, a couple of beers. <laughs> no or shit. No one has a second tea on a date. <laughs> yeah, hey, let's go off for some coffees. <laughs> you know what? We're having a lot of fun. Another round of teas, please. <laughs> I think John taught me how to drink teas on the show yesterday, oh, so I'll God. know. How Guys, to... Carl, Carl's a real, real tea drinker. Am I right, folks? I'll be, I'll be chugging some tea tonight for sure. <laughs> Nobody uses a delay effect on a vocal like this. It's a one-second delay. It's too long. But that's not the point. The point is she has 2,200 subscribers, and this video has 273,000 views. There's something hey, out of whack about this. Pretty good. I think she's part of a MSCS Media. I think it's all one big yes, conglomeration. I think, I think you're right. I don't know what planet she's a star on, but... Uh, it might be in the solar system. We don't know. That'd be great if Tommy was just like, uh, you know who I like is that Lisa Gale lady. She's pretty good. <laughs> He's like, 9-11 was an inside job, but Lisa Gale is a great voice. <laughs> as long as I can be with you. software that does pitch correcting and what yeah. modern recording studios do now i should i should have to say modern it's been going on for decades is when you record vocals you put it through software that pitch corrects this software program just put its arms up i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> your guess is as good as mine on this one whatever we're just gonna I'm leave it as is <laughs> I think it makes her stand out. I think she has a unique sound. Sure. And that's what that was intentional. Okay. All right. Yay, super chats. Super chats continue to come in and we do appreciate that. Noel Harding with five bucks. Mike, if they ask you to love the front, simply say no thank you. This is all day I've been taking these grenades for us 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 childless men. It's ridiculous. I, I'm sorry, I must have read that wrong. If they ask you to, I think he meant move to the front. Oh, say okay. no, thank you. Uh, I think uh, is what he right. what he meant to say there. Uh, and then shorts by Ricky five bucks. Why go, Mike? Tom Meyer sucks so bad. All right, <laughs> you're not understanding what's going on here, Ricky. You would you don't uh, want to see the world's worst great. comedian. You don't want to see the worst comic of all time because I do. That sounds fun to me. I'm going to have him sign my bong and say, hey, here's for the transplant. We nice. can have fun gags like that, you know? You should bring a uh, an old banana past its prime. <laughs> I'm referencing all your jokes here, generic brand fruit punch. <laughs> <laughs> so many details in that joke. It's so stupid. All right. I feel bad because we're all this inside references that we're doing. People don't know Tom Myers' uh, stand-up set. They're going, what are they talking about? Turbo, 1227, two bucks. You mean you and your quote-unquote wife? I think he's implying uh, once again. 
I love I loved when John was trying to slam you and call your wife your beard, but he couldn't come up with the word. I had to tell him his yeah. joke for him. Come, yeah, what, what do you what do you call it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, he's he's quick that one. All right. I've had enough of Lisa Gale all around. I wanna move on. I want to move on to another treasure. Another American treasure. <laughs> yeah. Uh John Hinckley. Now, if you don't know who John Hinckley is. This man um, shot Reagan. He sure uh, did. he didn't kill Reagan, but he he did kill. Uh, I forget who he did kill. Brady was the last name, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. So um, yeah, this guy's a problem. For some reason, you could shoot the president of the United States. It was uh, early '80s. Ronald Reagan was the president, and you could eventually get out of prison or the nut house, whatever the fuck John Hinckley yeah. was and start up a music career. Make some hit tunes. Yeah. So I, I, I'm actually surprised we made it this far. Cause John Hinckley was a guy I had in mind. I think when we started this show, I was like, Oh, we should definitely play some John Hinckley music. Yeah. And then I just forgot about him. We got distracted by other things. And so uh, this week it popped back into my mind. I said, oh, well, we could even play an old John Hinckley song. And then I realized he's been posting music as recently as like a month ago. So he's still got some fresh hits. Well, and I follow him only because Drew and Mike talk about him quite a bit. And oh, is that right? Yeah, the issue that he has, everyone loves his music. He has a ton of yeah. fans. But the problem is when he books shows, he wants to go out and play live for his fans. People complain about it, and then the shows get canceled. I know, it's such a shame, and I've always defended the greats that have been stricken with cancel culture, like yep. Lucy K, mm-hmm. John Hinckley, you know, all the all the people that deserve a second chance, for God's sake. What did he do that was so bad, really? I mean, he asked for cons- – much like Louie, he said, hey, Reagan, can I shoot you? Would you mind? I blame the Republicans. Again, the Republicans are stopping this man from earning a living and uh, – Getting his music out to the people. I'm reading through the chat right now. People are saying he never killed Brady. Brady didn't die. He shot him in the head, but Brady lived. Oh, is that right? I'm sorry. I thought someone did die. All right, maybe I'm an idiot. I, I thought he did kill someone, but maybe not. All right. Well, let's let's check out his song. I won't go back again. I hope this is about the fact that uh, shooting people is bad. I, and he, he's going to stop doing I that. I think it's very it's some you know some deep lyrics. I think it might be talking about prison, but I can't quite tell. <laughs> Hello everybody, how you doing? This is my latest song. Hello John. The house next door to me was... Oh, that's not that song. I'm sorry. (laughs) It'd be great if that's what he got canceled for, not shooting the president. (laughs) All right, now you've gone too far, Mr. Hinckley. (laughs) We expected better out of you, John. Well, then why were there steps there? If you've been where no one's been, why do they build stairs? I'm confused. It's very convenient. Nature's, <laughs> nature's taking its course. Okay. I've talked to broken strangers. I won't go back again. Behind the walls of injustice. I want to point out he's reading the lyrics. Learn your own song before you perform it on YouTube. John right. Hinckley. 
Yeah, it's not it's not ready for the public yet. Also, I like a man who again shot the president and is out free performing music, singing a song about injustice. And also, what playlist is he checking out that he thinks anyone wants to hear music like this? This style of music <laughs> wasn't popular before he was institutionalized. Uh, this uh, what what is this that he's trying to get away with? I always wonder, and I think people speculated this when he first came back. I wonder if these songs are still for uh, what's her name, Jodie Foster, probably wh- whoever he did it for. Yeah, yeah, Jodie Foster, the lesbian who he was trying to impress. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good, huh? These are pretty good lyrics. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and now are you hot for me, huh? <laughs> of injustice. example of a guy that got two chances i would say yeah it's interesting that he would say i got a not a chance in hell when he's a free man you know uh, mike i like to have an open mind and uh even though i rag on a lot of things on who are these podcasts i'm always looking for the good in people I, this sucks sucks this is not good music it's rough and he, he has no passion behind it like no. lisa gale you can tell is passionate about her music i think the three second rule, like she feels that the work went into that. Yeah, this is just, he's reading his lyrics, he's strumming his guitar, and just kind of you know, he's he's he, going through the motions, is what he's doing. Yeah, I gotta move on, I gotta move over to Instagram and see what's going on on Instagram. Who are these socials? Who are these Instagrammers? Okay, uh, th- this isn't a uh, a paid super chat, but uh, Roy brings up a good point. Those horizontal strikes might be the worst decision he's ever made. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, his shirt's, his shirt's not great. Uh, it's you want to go vertical, John? Also not the style. The, the music and the shirt. I don't know where he's finding any of these things. He's a trendsetter. Make, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, let's start off because we have covered a lot of Tourette's girls. And by a lot, I mean three. We've talked yes. about three different Tourette's girls on YouTube and TikTok on this show, but we haven't talked about the OG Tourette's girl. This was sent in by Jonathan Rich. Do you want to set this up at all? Uh, well, basically, I just wanted to see how deep your tolerance goes, because I think this is a real case of Tourette's. And I think if the ladies we covered want to establish themselves as having Tourette's, this is the kind of shit they have to pull off. This is how you know someone is either really has Tourette's or they're dedicated to the game. That's basically how I look at it. I agree. And um, uh, disclaimer, there's some naughty words in this one. Yeah. yeah. Come to your ears. Sorry. God. I don't want to do that. I sometimes say what I'm thinking about them, but I don't mean it kind of thing. Like that kind of, but I'm not racist. And I just can't help it. And I feel really guilty afterwards. Yeah, sorry. No, I don't like it, obviously. All right, that's Tourette's, a British girl who screams yes. the N-word at black people out in public. That's what Tourette's is. It's involuntary. Granted, Balin Dupree might not be as cute, but she would attract a different segment. Like, Anthony might come on the show oh, yeah. if Balin was doing that type of shit, you know? Listen, Balin is still growing as a Tourette's performer. Right. I don't think we've seen all of her... Uh, tricks yet i think she's gonna get better and better and maybe she'll progress to this level 
That's like the second, like when, uh, like when Miley Cyrus left Disney Channel and became like a slut. Right. That's gonna be her. She's gonna. Balen's gonna get racist <laughs> as she gets older. <laughs> it started with just the Asians, but then it advanced from there. <laughs> no one saw that trajectory coming, but very impressive. Uh, Noel Harding with two bucks says singing is worse than his aiming. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> That's pretty good. He's never finished the job, this Hinkley. You yeah, know, he's never put full good. effort into anything. <laughs> All right. Now, another thing that you found on Instagram is this uh, story about a 32-year-old high school student. Yeah, I I just thought this was interesting because we talked last week about um, trans age, whatever the fuck you call it. Like people thinking they were. That guy was, but again, the guy was in his 50s. He wanted to be a six-year-old girl. Yeah. This is someone committing to the bit. This is someone who just started showing up at a school and pretending they were a fucking sophomore or whatever it was. Well, who doesn't miss high school, right? Why not? <laughs> Prize, they had no idea that one of their classmates here was actually a 32-year-old woman. She definitely didn't look 32. I can tell you that. I wouldn't have thought she was 32. But, dang... She was 32. I do have to say, the, the first thing you have to do if you want to pull off being a 32-year-old in high school is not looking 32. That's kind of the bare <laughs> minimum thing you have to do. I'll be I'll be 32 in August. You don't think I can enroll in classes? I actually, pull it off? Mike, I actually think it'd be a great bit. <laughs> I think you should go back to high school. Can we do that? I show up for the first day for fucking algebra. <laughs> It'd be pretty fun. I should fly out for, for John's class. I should go to one of Stuttering John's classes and see oh, if I you, can blend Oh, in. you think he teaches high school? He does not. <laughs> oh, what is it, elementary school? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I saw the photos with his uh, the kids who's graduating. I assume they're graduating from the sixth grade. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it makes a <laughs> lot more good. sense. Yeah. He would be the dumbest guy in a high school classroom. By far, but, but he'd be the great like that. Everyone would be saying, "Oh fuck yes, we have Mr. Melendez." All we have to do is ask him about the '90s, and it's a free class. Good point. Study two. These high school freshmen are still trying to understand how someone they saw in the halls every day was actually an adult woman attending class alongside them. But you didn't think twice. You thought no. she was in your class. I thought she was a normal student. I didn't know she was 32, older than the whole teacher. Investigators say the woman attended Jeremiah like Burke, Brighton, and English high schools. You didn't think she was a 32-year-old? Yeah, no shit. Nobody did. As that's, if the kid's like, yeah, well, that's what makes this an interesting story, that, That's obviously. what makes it interesting, <laughs> dummy. We were all just like, why is a 30-year-old in uh, science class? It wasn't fucking Steve Buscemi walking in right. like the 30 Rock gif. <laughs> the woman attended Jeremiah Burke, Brighton, and English high schools, transferring from school to school over the course of the last year under false names. The superintendent says it appears to be a case of extremely sophisticated fraud. She sound like <laughs> well, a... Of course the superintendent would say that. It's so sophisticated, was it? This was a criminal mastermind. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. Teenager, like... I can't believe this right now. She, she was she, cool. She was a cool person, just like, just like a normal high school. Students say the woman transferred from Jeremiah Burke High School a few months ago, and investigators say paperwork irregularities raised a red flag. We do not have any evidence at this moment of any harm or risk to the young people. Thank goodness. She was really nice, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, we're nothing. While the woman was enrolled in school, the Department booze? of Children and Families. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. 
Are we supposed to think a 32-year-old woman is, is going to murder everyone? I, I, I've never been wary of 32-year-old women. Like, oh, there's a woman in her early 30s in here. Get underneath the desk, everybody. What, what are you talking I, what about? I, what I haven't understood is what the motivation was. They're like, what, yeah. what? We, we sniffed her out and got her out of the school. It's like, I'm curious why she was so determined to go to school as a 32-year-old. This is bad reporting. They talked to two students who are like, yeah, we didn't know. They talked to them forever. <laughs> the superintendent's just like, I mean, it was pretty impressive what she was able to pull off. And then it turns out they discovered it through paperwork that was fucked up. They're like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if the paperwork was filed right, she could have graduated. <laughs> yeah, no, none, of it, none of it makes sense. It's not a good story. She was enrolled in school. <laughs> the Department of Children and Families says she was also working for DCF as a social worker. So this is a social worker who wanted to go to high school and we have no idea why. And she fooled people for a long time. All right. It'd be great if they were like, she was working as the vice principal of the high school. Also, it's like, you guys didn't sniff this one out. Yeah. If she was like doing costume changes throughout the day, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be impressive. Put on a Wait, wig. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in the teacher's lounge? Oh shit. I'm wearing the wrong outfit. Damn it. <laughs> you got me. Oh, you just missed the vice principal. You're back. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you two in the same. Anyway, this is getting silly. El Molder One just became a YouTube member. Thank you very much, El Molder One. Much appreciated. Enjoy the perks. Um, we're staying on Instagram. One of your favorite targets is Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. This guy, speaking of institutionalizing people, this guy needs to be locked up. I don't know what his deal is anymore. He seems nuts. He, he's having a mental breakdown, genuinely, <laughs> at least based on his social media. I don't know what he's like. Well, also, there's a story that came out a couple months ago that we talked about where uh, he was at a restaurant and he like berated some waitress or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. If you are facing murder charges, or you know you 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 get off of murder charge or manslaughter charges, you should be the sweetest guy, especially yeah. when you you did it, <laughs> when you had the gun in your hand. You should be such a sweetheart everywhere you go after that. And Alec Baldwin has just devolved into some like creepy weirdo on social media now. The amount of relief should change your perspective on life. And this is a bad example, but I mentioned, I, I told a story about my trip to Florida recently where I left my computer on an airplane like a dum-dum. And when I drove back to the airport not knowing what I would find, there it was, my computer. And it's not like all of a sudden I have a new computer. It's just the computer that I had had the day before that. And I felt yeah. like a billion dollars. I was like, yeah, <laughs> baby, we're back. The fact that Alec Baldwin wouldn't be skipping around town, clicking his heels together everywhere he goes when he really nope. should be in jail. Let's face it. You can evade manslaughter charges and you still bitch about Delta like the rest of us. So I think he's also dyeing his hair. I hope this is for a role. He's got blonde hair for some reason. He's an old man. And uh, he, has a, he has a photo of himself. It's a little blurry. It's very close up on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And he says... You could do the voice better than I can. You do the best. I love it. But it says uh, six and a half hours on a plane, sitting at the gate, waiting to fly Newark to Vancouver. No end in sight. And then hashtag, how will global warming affect air travel? What? What? Uh, you, people are lucky. you people are lucky I don't have my pistol with me today. <laughs> Yeah, he makes it. 
he makes it he makes it a cultural and political issue somehow. And again, we're he's a human being. I get getting agitated if he has to wait six and a half hours or something. But it's odd to again get off of manslaughter charges and turn to America and his two million followers and just say, Can you guys believe the torture that I have to go through? I mean, imagine. And not for nothing, imagine being in a middle seat in coach. <laughs> this guy is sitting in first class, probably getting fed cocktails the whole time going, geez, this thing ever going to take up? They're like, all right, do you want another scotch? Here you go, Mr. Baldwin. That'd be great if he made one of his videos where he's bitching about the airline and he's shoveling shrimp into his mouth or something. <laughs> so he doesn't stop there. So six and a half hours in, he's like, all right, I got to bitch about this on Instagram. And then another hour goes by. and Here's another photo of him looking. I mean, he looks terrible, but he's not happy. And he writes, uh, why are U.S. airlines so shitty sitting here for seven and a half hours? Name the airline, Alec. I need to know which airline is so (laughs) shitty I can't get from Newark to Vancouver. I swear to God, one more hour and I'm doxing you people. I'll be posting the airline. Tagging you. (laughs) Why are U.S. airlines so shitty? So generic. But I thought that's why I wanted to send, you know, I, I needed someone with eyes to help me with these because I never would have mentioned these if he just posted them on Twitter. If he bitched about an airline on Twitter, I might get a, a laugh, but I'd be like, oh, that's not worth bringing to the show. Right. What I found bizarre is he's taking these selfies like, oh, look at how distraught I am. Can't you see the sorrow on my face, everyone? Why has he chosen Instagram? Because you've documented this on the Blind Mike Project, and I, I love it, where what Elk will do is he'll do a video for 17 minutes. And post yes. it on Instagram. Is if anyone's using Instagram to watch long form video, and this doesn't exist. But in his world, Instagram is the place to be. So if he wants to bitch about airlines, he's gonna take a photo of himself. If he wants to talk about watching the movie Reds the other day, yeah. he has to yeah. go on and talk about who directed it, do the fucking he, key grip. He just started was. listing crew members. Yeah. I think we got down to like the makeup artist. <laughs> it's so bizarre. This is not what social media is for, Alec. What are you doing? But we love him. It's really weird. And then his other posts are all like, uh, oh, I, I'm so lucky to have my wife and my wonderful children. And he always says, he says like my, you know, my seven children or whatever it is. And Ireland. He always like mentions the older one as a separate entity. And because she's not part of like that family. She was with uh, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. hates it's Kim. the one he called a little piggy or something. Right. And he hates Kim Basinger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were doing a show on the uh, story on the creep off on Monday, and this guy got arrested because he told his 13 year old daughter to kill herself. And I guess she slit her wrists or took some pills or something. And I was like, if Alec Baldwin had done, I mean, Alec Baldwin pretty much did do this. And I was just like, yeah, but have you seen Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? He's great. You know, so I was just like, it's fine. It's fine. And then years later, he went all the way where he just finished the job on some way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, if you're not going to do it. <laughs> Yay, Super Chats Voltaire325 I always see Voltaire in the MLC chat too Thank you for coming over here uh, He says for five bucks I come from urban roots growing up on the mean streets of Calabasas And I am a man with no kids So gay I guess Thanks for the laughs <laughs> Yeah, that that's a reference to Stuttering John's yeah, yeah. Daughter 
claiming to be almost homeless and have food insecurity. And I had a whole debate with John about that yesterday. Explaining yeah. what food, food insecure, which we all know means self-conscious about the food you eat. Yeah, we, food insecure means you're not getting all the vegetables that you want to be able to eat. It's like, no, that's not what that <laughs> means at all, you dummy. And and e- even if it's what you meant, it's certainly not how the article framed it. No. They framed her as a starving homeless woman. Correct. Correct. Chad's missing upper lip. There it is. Five bucks. At least he isn't complaining about poopy water and a poor internet connection. God damn you. Thought we were all friends here. <laughs> It's a different perspective on the world, I guess. That we're all friends. Justin Trudell with two bucks. Remember the Baldwin Candy Crush saga? No. Justin, by the way, is uh, dri- the one driving me down to Heverty oh, Grace Hey, tomorrow. Justin. What's up, buddy? Uh, what no, was the Baldwin Candy Crush saga? All right, yeah. I don't know that. So I just uh, passed level 123. They said it couldn't be done. It's a very hard <laughs> level. I've, I've been battling it for days, but... I got a I got a uh, power up. <laughs> I mean, you should hear when he got to Wordle. It was a whole adventure. <laughs> <laughs> My streak is still at eight. Fucking <laughs> guy. All right. What le- what letters did you guys guess today? <laughs> what word do you start with? Guy, I, we, I, we have to go over to YouTube. Have we been to YouTube yet? I'll stop the show and watch YouTube. And the reason why is because we've talked about this guy, Delete Laws. That Actually, that's the channel, Delete Laws. The guy is Chili DeCastro. Yes. And Chili DeCastro is this interesting character. He lives out in Vegas now. And what he likes to do is harass the police. Certainly. He has a theory that most police interactions end with the death of an innocent person. Yes. That's his premise. That yeah, he's going yeah, yeah. With. Every <laughs> cop at every traffic stop is looking to yes. shoot and kill the perpetrator. <laughs> Correct. That is, that is literally what he thinks. And he has a whole YouTube channel based on that. And a lot of fans. I think he's got 130,000 subs or something on there. It's, it's yeah, crazy. He does well. So there's this video that was posted a year ago. It's called The Real Chili DeCastro Has Stood Up. You may have missed it. Here he is. And this woman decided to shoot a video to tell her story. And I'll I'll let her uh, set this up and then we can get into it here. I met Chili because somebody sent me a TikTok video of him teaching constitutional law. I thought it was kind of interesting. So I sent him a message. And I lost my son to uh, police brutality in Springfield, Missouri. And... I asked him if he would put my son's face up on the wall he was teaching. Not what he was selling, but what he was teaching. And we start messaging back and forth and we developed a rapport on TikTok. And Chili then decides that he's going to come to Springfield, Missouri because without reading a police report, without doing any investigation, without talking to anybody else, (laughs) he decides we have corruption and he's gonna come save us and he's gonna get justice for my son. You like this setup already, Mike? <laughs> I worry about where this is going. See where I wonder is... what we're going to find out about Chili. See where this is going? <laughs> All right. Uh, box eating dad with two bucks. Blind Mike Blue, he needed the money. Oh! <laughs> I'm not gay, guys. Stop it. Justin, the more you, you pro- protest, Justin Trudell. <laughs> 
Five bucks. Yeah. He, he says, all right, thank you. Now I remember this. A flight attendant told him to turn off Candy Crush, and he pretty much brought the plane to a halt because he refused. This was back in 2011. <laughs> I remember this now. I remember, I don't remember that. Oh, Anthony, I have to look into that. I remember Opie and Anthony talking about it like he was really addicted to his uh, phone game there. That's the greatest thing about his social media presence is he's the angriest guy yeah. ever. <laughs> uh, also, Jordan Reynolds with two bucks. He goes, you guys are hilarious. Love the show. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks for tuning in. Well, thank and thanks you. for uh, contributing to the show. All right. Let's get back on uh, what's going on here because. Can, can I just say real quick? It shows yeah. you how much Chili, Chili has going on in his life. That he gets <laughs> one message and he drops everything he's doing and goes to a different state. <laughs> yep. Well, he, he, he's a justice. He's a freedom fighter. He's fighting for justice. He's like a superhero. Like the superhero we don't deserve. Now like this a is firefighter running into a burning building. <laughs> right. No. Uh, oh shit! I should have hit that drop while you were playing Tom Myers earlier. Damn it! Missed opportunity right there. Now, sometimes there are little red flags, little warning signs that happen when you first come in contact with somebody new, and you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But you start to realize, maybe even in hindsight, that oh, you know what? I probably should have realized there there is a problem here. Oh boy. <laughs> October. He wants to do this rally on the 24th of October. So he calls me and I am with my family, my husband, my two daughters, my daughter's fiance, and we were in Tulsa, Oklahoma at a Dave and Buster's. And he asks me if I would co-sign for his van. And I said, Chili, I have bad credit. And not only that, not only do I have bad credit, uh, my husband would kill me. He needs you to co-sign for his van. Mike, they've just, they've never even met in person. This woman's son was killed by the police. <laughs> and the first thing he needs is a favor. Yeah. I mean, that sounds a little ridiculous, but real quick. Hey, I come buckets. I need a loan. Would you mind helping me out with a few bucks? I, I'll get it back. I'm good for it. I swear. I mean, honestly, I come buckets has given us money in the past. That's not as crazy as what this guy's asking for. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. So he goes on to tell her the reason why he needs a co-signer is because he hasn't owned a car for three or four years. And so he needs a co-signer. And she goes, I'm in banking. I know how this works. That's not true. But also, why have you chosen me? Just because I messaged you right. once? Yeah, now just, I'm going to co-sign? Th this is how this guy operates. Apparently, she found out this guy's been couch surfing. He's a total loser. Oh, boy. Yeah. Our, our boy, Chili. All right. This. Uh, so apparently, he was in a war with this rapper named I Speak on TikTok. So this is also, this okay. is also going on <laughs> with all of this. He um, got blocked from iSpeak's TikTok Live. And I'm watching it on my phone in my living room. Chili was out in my sunroom where he had put the, his big step and repeat. He had taken all of my furniture out of my sunroom. Didn't even ask. He just did it. He had no regard for my, my home. No regard for anything. He just did what he wanted to do. And iSpeak blocks him. And he comes in and he rips my phone out of my hand. And I said, Chili, what the hell are you doing? And he starts typing as if it were me on TikTok. 
Then he demands that I go live on TikTok and we are sitting side by side. And I had just barely gotten over a thousand followers because on TikTok you have to have a thousand to go live. And I'm sitting there next to him and he's got his arm wrapped around me. And if I said something that he didn't like or approve, he poked me in the ribs. He kicked my foot. He stomped on my foot. Yeah. And we got banned. (laughs) So... This guy's a bit of a bully. Well, I didn't see it going this way. <laughs> Is this insane? Honestly, I thought it was gonna be like a sexual thing. Like he was gonna get weird sexually. This is weirder. He wants to enslave this woman. <laughs> oh yeah, this is way weirder. And this woman is not attractive, so it would be weird if he it was a sexual thing. But well, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> I hear what you're saying. All right, so there's a rally for her son, and uh, Chili wanted to put on this rally to raise awareness for this police brutality and this unjust. Death of this poor woman's son. <laughs> See how this goes. This and this. You do what I say. This is my rally. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to bring national media attention to you. We're, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people. They're going to be descending upon Springfield. I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to do all of this stuff, and I'm going to be here until we get justice for your kid. One person showed up. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so Chili has this whole grand plan They're going to put on this uh, elaborate rally He's going to get arrested It's going to make national news Hundreds of thousands of people are going to descend on to Springfield So this didn't work out well So she's she's feeling like oh, This isn't the bill of goods that I thought I was uh, sold so, the, uh, the reality of how many people are going to join me at this comedy show tomorrow is starting to sink in. I may have a delete laws situation on my hands. <laughs> well, she also says that he was an hour late to the rally. Like, <laughs> see, the only reason why he's in town is just for this one thing. Oh, and he this can't guy even... is a scumbag. He's a scumbag. He couldn't even get there on time. According to this woman. I mean, if you're watching Chile, I know you like to sue everyone. This is just one person's opinion of what happened. So... All right, let's let's find out more about how all cops are bad. That's always a fun part of his thing. Of course. Of course. Renee Goodwin is speaking, and Chili spoke over her. He screamed, all cops are bad, and Renee goes, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe all cops are bad. And she says, I have family. I have a, I have a family member that works for the FBI. I have family members that wear a badge, Chili. They're not all bad. Not all of them. Sorry. So now this is over and done with, and we're thinking, great, Chili's moving on now to Louisiana, Texas. I'm not really sure, but he's supposed to be moving on. So my husband pushes them and says, when are you moving? When are you leaving? When are you getting out of here? And Chili goes, oh, well, your wife told me I could stay a month. No, I didn't. As a matter of fact, Chili was supposed to get a hotel room. That's what he told me. He's what a freeloading piece of Yeah, he's moving in with these people who just lost their son in a horrible manner. <laughs> he wants to move in for a month with them. I know, Mike. I, uh. I, I'm so excited. I'm so I'm having a lot of fun watching you react to this because I was also blown away. This is not what I expected to hear at all. That we should do a thing where if you're in. Uh, if you're in the chat right now and you haven't sent a super chat, I just show up at your house and stay for a month. That's going to be our new our new contest. Or if it's a super <laughs> chat under five bucks. Yeah, we also yeah. might just show up to your house. <laughs> it's very possible. All right, Crashing in the living room. Hope you don't mind. All right. So he wants to move in for a month. 
And for some reason, this woman decided to let him live in her basement. And so... And you, some of the blame has to be on these people. They <laughs> just got to be like, hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no shit. At a certain point, you got to be like, wait a second, this TikTok guy is not all I thought he was. Yeah, I know you don't gonna care for the cops, Chili, but I think I'm going to call him. <laughs> yeah, right! <laughs> basement. As a matter of fact, he talked in one of his videos about going through my son's belongings. He was in Caleb's room. I don't recall giving him permission to go through my son's belongings. Those are my son's things. The fact that you fucking touched him makes me sick. How dare you? How dare you? When you see the TikTok videos with paneling behind Chili and he's talking in a soft voice, it's my basement. Because I had to tell Chili he had to stop screaming and yelling. Because he was down there trying to call all his black friends and telling them, <laughs> screaming at them. How many times did I fucking support you? You need to put out a video right now, right now. Tell them I'm not a racist. You tell them right now. You tell. And I said, Chili, my husband gets up at 4 a.m. He works 10-hour days. He's a CNC machine operator. He works five days a week. That man deserves peace and quiet in his home. Mike, can you believe this? The the sheer irony of screaming at a black man saying, you need to tell everyone I'm not a racist. It's like, why, why are you yelling at him, first of all? So she goes on. I mean, we could play this whole video. All of this is fascinating. But she goes on to say oh. he would leave his underwear laying on the bathroom floor. And then he'd walk around the house with just the towel on. <laughs> and they're like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And then he's this like, "This guy is a gem." <laughs> he would he would drink water bottles and just leave them on the on the floor. He would just finish the water, just throw it behind him, and just walk oh around. God. He spilled coffee and just walked away. She's like, "You're not going to clean this up." <laughs> he's just a slob. And somewhere, stuttering John is saying, "You can do that." <laughs> I didn't I need to buy this house. <laughs> so she ended it all with. Um, all he's doing is putting on a show for you. He's acting, and he's not even good at it. So oh, she doesn't she doesn't think that he's uh, true to his message. Apparently, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, there's more videos like this too about uh, oh. interactions with Chili. So maybe we'll explore more of those. I love I love the image of him in the dead kid's room, just like trying on his hats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your kid's an Expos fan? So am I. This is great. He's playing his Xbox. <laughs> I beat all his high scores. You got to come in here and see. <laughs> I took his name right off the high scoreboard. What an asshole. He cuts Yay, out the family pictures chats. he's in the middle. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off, buddy. What's that? No, you're good. I said, I said in the family pictures, he's cut out the kid and put himself in. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the real Whitey coming in with five bucks. The real way he says, Mike can't even see you, and you both did the same super chat head bob dance. So cute. Well, you know, we're a couple now, so. Uh, that's us. <laughs> that's what we do. We're childless moes. <laughs> that's a new name of the show. A couple of childless <laughs> moes. <laughs> I love it. I was thinking, because Kevin said, I don't stop talking, and John's accusations of you, we should just call it loud and proud now. Wow. That's not bad either. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Why do they keep talking about social media on Loud and Proud? I'm very confused. 
<laughs> they keep analyzing TikTok videos for some reason. I don't understand. You two proud gay men, but I, you're just focusing on TikTok for some reason. <laughs> box eating dad with two bucks. A cow with a dead son shouldn't be throwing stones. Well, listen, I'm not here to judge the woman. That's obviously a horrible situation she was put in. Somebody said, you don't think she's hot. That's uh, Springfield, Missouri 8. <laughs> like, right. That's true. You got to judge mean. on a curve based That's on true. geography. I come buckets with another $2. $2 for Mike to get a van to go blow dudes in. <laughs> it's just, uh, this is, it's a hate crime at this point. This is pure homophobia. So, uh, Mike, I assume you're a bear in your community? Is that what you're considered? This is outrageous. This is ridiculous. You see what you've started? <laughs> <laughs> Turbo 1227, five bucks. More people showed up to Chili's Rally than Shuli's meet and greet, and he was giving away free food. More people will be at the Myers show than Tampa. Okay, all right. There's more Shuli hate coming into the show. And uh, if you want to check I out Blind Mike on the BS show, he was on this morning. You can see that on YouTube. I- I mentioned on my show, I said, send me any videos you want me to mock of Shuli. I just don't see him on that level of like John or Chad or these other people. Like, I just haven't seen the evidence of it, but I'm happy to examine it. All right. There you go. You got your marching orders, all you Shuli haters. Send yeah. it over to uh, to Mike and Craig. Yes. And they will check it out. All right. We got to make another stop. Who are these losers using Reddit? All right, we're heading over to Reddit because our girl, Koala, she had an interesting story to tell. Yeah. So I've heard her tell this story before. I listened to Tiger Belly over a year ago when uh, because Shane Gillis was on. And I heard her telling this story and I was like, that was and it kind of stuck with me because I think of it when when I hear her speak now, I always think of this one story she told. And then on the r slash Kalila subreddit, they posted a story she told to, I think it's Theo Vaughn, right? Yeah, it's Theo Vaughn, yep. Um, so she tells this story on that podcast, and I I don't get it. I think it might be more, like, we talked about that uh, Trash Tuesday. Yeah. And I was saying that I think Kalila might, like, feel she needs to make up things to kind of keep up with comedians. I Like, see. make up outrageous stories. Okay. I I think maybe this is that. I don't know. You might be right because this sounds insane. None of it makes sense. Uh, I think that was a pretty good setup, though. Let's see what uh, she's saying here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, that's beautiful. And show it to my mom. Um, you guys ever pull a worm out your butt before? Oh, what, hello. what happened? Cut. That wasn't part of the line, baby. Uh-uh. Um, but I respect what you're talking about. <laughs> And I respect all women, and I think that. But you guys didn't have worms when you were younger. No, no, no. I was a real dirty kid. My 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 dad didn't let us wear like even a t shirt until we were like eleven. We were just in oh. our underwear. Oh yeah. We were just like wild little Mowgli's. Yes. Oh. And so I never wore slippers, and that's how you get worms. And I would, yeah, I got worms. And I'd pull them out my oh, butt. Yeah. I felt so good. I remember feeling. Oh like, Wow. This is... How big are we talking? Uh, one, oh. one of them was real long. I felt something slimy, and then I pulled it out, oh. and I swear, like my eyes rolled in the back of my head. It felt so good. Alrighty then. That was Reddit, not me. I didn't edit that like that. Right. But you get the, you get the point. <laughs> so that story right there, and I already find Kalila very unattractive. But yeah. that story, like even if Balin Dupree said that, I think I might be out of the Balin Dupree <laughs> business because that is so gross. 
And it's, it's obvious. Gross. It's obviously a lie. She didn't have a T-shirt until she was eleven. What are you talking That's about? That's what I didn't get. Is what she was a feral child. She didn't have so clothing. And yet somehow she like that's. I mean that's a that's a, the makings of a film. She was a feral child and yet got a like a swimming scholarship in America. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. Her life story. Yeah, her backstory seems a little off. If I had a <laughs> just a bit. Judge it. Just a bit. I yeah. want to thank uh, Nemirovsky for becoming a new member to the Who Are These Podcast YouTube channel. Thank you very much. And you right. too can become a member by hitting that join button and getting all the perks that you get with that. All right, we have one more stop to make on this, uh, I'll call it a crazy train. Look at this tweet now. We're heading over to Twitter. This has been making the rounds. You probably have already seen it. Mike put it in the prep, so I'll play it. I'll play it. We'll talk about it. I was just on the Drew and no, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I was just on the Drew and Mike show yesterday, and yes, um, I watched this. Oh, you, you, you watched me do the uh, Roseanne Barr podcast. Yes, you yes. In, you introduced me to it on the Blind Mike project, and uh, you said I was glad. I was glad because I mentioned it to play on uh, WATP, but I was glad you brought it to Drew's attention because it is wild. You guys hit it on the head. It's it's bizarre. Uh, she's on there with her son, who's in his mid forties, and I, I probably was inspired by you with some of my thoughts on it because Roseanne has this weird thing going on where she's got this layer of sarcasm, but also dementia, and it's not yes. a great combination because you never know what's real and what's a joke because she's kind of out of it, but she's also has that Roseanne sense of humor, so it's weird. Well, that's my thing. Is so like the replies to this video are all like. Not not all. Some are like you don't get you don't get humor, and it's like listen. I'm sure she's joking, but she is beyond the point of delivering it in a way that anyone can decipher what the fuck she's talking okay. about. Okay, so this is again this is her on Theo Vaughn show. So this is her with Theo Vaughn, and she's gonna say some outrageous things. But I knew that this was taken out of context because of Theo's reaction. Right. Theo's a pretty level-headed guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theo just goes along mean? with it. <laughs> right, right. So the fact that he reacts this way tells me, like, okay, there's more to this. This is taken out of context. Yeah. Or at least I sure as fuck hope so, because Roseanne is Jewish, lest anyone uh, forgets. See? That's the truth. And yeah. don't you dare say anything against it, or you'll be off YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other ones, because we have, you know, there's such a thing as the truth and facts, and we have to stick to it. And, um, you know, it's scary. And that is the truth. And nobody died in the Holocaust either. No. That's the truth. Yeah. It should happen. It, Six million Jews should die right now because they cause all the problems in the world. But it never <laughs> happened. But it never happened. Yeah. Mandated. Well, you're because you're part Jewish, right? Part of your family's Jewish. I'm all Jewish. <laughs> you're all Jewish. A hundred percent. And a lot of Hollywood is Jewish. Yeah. It's like a it's like. A lot of Hollywood is a Jewish business, really. Well, they started Hollywood. Yeah. Right. But so was it weird? Just that like rap. Black people started rap. Yeah. So I wouldn't go over there and try to get in rap and go, all these black people, you know, go on Saturday Night Live like Dave Chappelle. Uh, I'm just saying a lot of black people are in control of rap. Right. Hello. That'd be a pretty good bit. Well, you went there. You tried to get in show business. Of course it's if Jewish. Roseanne Barr came out on stage, he goes, holy shit, there's a lot of fucking black people involved in hip-hop these days. You guys notice this? I'd be on my, my name's feet. Roseanne, and I'm here to say. 
<laughs> you go, girl. All right, I'm finish up this video. While you went there, you yeah. try to get in show business. Of course, it's Jewish. But, you know, and people should be glad that it's Jewish, too, because if Jews were not controlling Hollywood, all you'd have was fucking fishing shows. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Oh, dude. If all right. Now, this Victoria Brownworth who tweeted this out, she writes, yeah. Roseanne Barr says the Holocaust never happened, but should have because Jews caused all the problems in the world. I have no words. Uh, Victoria, you're a fucking retard. Yeah, that's obviously not what she was doing. It was a joke because I, Theo Vaughn, when she said that, goes, ha. Yeah, right. Theo Vaughn's who you should have the problem with. If, if you think that's real, you should be like, why is Theo Vaughn not reacting right. to this wild statement? People are so stupid. They, uh, yeah, so that got a lot of attention, but the the reason I found it to be like an interesting clip is because like this is kind of what Kanye did like when he yes. got in trouble, where Kanye was trying to send a message of like, oh well, if you love everyone, you should love Hitler, and that's sort of a thing. <laughs> is and that what he meant by it, that? Because that was over my yeah, head. <laughs> that's what he was doing. <laughs> no, I guess I know, I know. that's how it's been explained later. But <laughs> yeah, but my thing is like, you can believe me i've complained about cancel culture and all that type of shit but there is an element of like you do have to deliver jokes correctly you can't yeah. just like just throw out like uh yeah the holocaust never happened and with no delivery it sounds like she's incoherent and then be like oh this pc culture it's like no you're no longer funny roseanne what the fuck are you doing well I, yeah i know she's trying to make a point it's a weird way to make a point kanye doesn't understand how humor works in any single way so he's really bad at it yeah. i think uh, south park oh, has well, already <laughs> kind of figured that the, out the, the netanyahu bit i thought was pretty good <laughs> that was good stuff i was forgot good about work. that <laughs> i forgot about he brought a bottle of yuhu and he had a net when he was on the Alex Jones show, and he's like, I'm going to ask Net and you over here what the Jews should do. All right. So here's a little bit more, uh, Roseanne. And again, this is just a bad mix of sarcasm and dementia in yeah. uh, this podcaster's humble opinion. See what she's up to. You know what I think? You know, discuss amongst yourselves if you don't agree. You don't really have to burn me at the stake for just for not agreeing with me. But let me just throw out one idea. And I hope that the hungry dogs in the street have enough meat as not to come after me for thinking and speaking. I'm tired of it. But I have this to say as follows. And it's okay I say it because nobody lives the fucking thing I say, which is great. I'm tired of being monitored, you know, and corrected and shit. Fuck it. Get to I'll it. say what I'm going to say. Trump, hear me when I say this. Trump is, in my opinion, the first woman president of the United States. A lot of build-up, but Mike, that's a pretty fun sentence, don't you think? <laughs> Powerful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was all right. <laughs> it's not it, my thing with Roseanne is like she's kind. She thinks she's this like bastion of free speech, and she's yeah. standing up for you know she's a voice for the voiceless, that sort of thing. But it's like she's just not 
funny. Like Dave Chappelle is doing that much better because he's also funny while trying to advocate for free speech and things like that. I just don't think Roseanne has that capability anymore. She's like, she's mad. Like, I don't know how much of that episode you watched her first, the first episode of her podcast. A lot. Uh, I know you guys might've played this clip. Yeah. She's so mad that like the industry doesn't respect her for, you know, being the trailblazer that she was. And she really was like, she did a lot on that sitcom and everything. Um, it was super popular. She did a lot for women in comedy, but like, I think people judge her work now pretty accurately and she seems very bitter about that um i i agree with you on that i mean obviously the way that she was removed from hollywood this most recent time because they had the reboot of her show and it was extremely successful and she put out a tweet and you should never reference the planet of the apes i'm just gonna tell you guys hard and fast rule from now on don't reference the planet of the apes but I understand why she's bitter and a little bit annoyed with it. And um, I don't even know if she's trying to be funny, to be honest with you, Mike. I think she's trying to troll the trolls, I think is what her goal is on this. I guess. I, you know, I've, had, I've gotten annoyed, particularly doing this show. I've gotten so annoyed of people trying to troll the trolls who are trolling. The tro- <laughs> it's like, not everything has to be layered in 7,000 fucking coats of irony. You're right. Like, we, we, you can be a human being for once. It should just know? be country music. Just say what you mean and mean what you say. Yes. Uh, it makes it easier for yes, everyone. Let's get back to Lisa Gale, for Christ's sake. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Three-second rule. Like the guy that you had in school. Mike. That's right. Yeah, that I can relate to. All right. Dave Sarah. Yay, Super Chats. Dave says, didn't know what else to write because you don't read these. Here's a hacky comment. I'm going to start calling fans of this show the Bilderbergers. <laughs> oh, the, the, I'm sorry. Not the Bilderbergers. That's that's the actual word. The uh, Blinderburgers. That's pretty good. That's, that's very. Ca- I think that's going to catch on. We're I think that's going to catch t-shirt. on. Yeah, we should start our own secret society, Mike, and take over the world. What do you think? I mean, that I'm down for. We've already started the Platinum Club on my show, but we'll, we'll let you in for a fee. Oh, just for a fee? <laughs> wow, yeah. thanks. Hey, um, I don't know if you. So, if you saw me on Drew and Mike yesterday, I was playing yes. Roseanne when she was on with Mike Tyson, Hot Boxing, the name of his oh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and she revealed that she knows who the head of the Illuminati is. Because yes. they were trying to guess it, who it was, and they were throwing out, uh, you know, the, the normal names that you would throw out. A lot of them sound Jewish. And she's going, nope, nope, there's someone even higher than that that's giving them their marching orders. And they're like, who, Roseanne? Please, tell us. And and, and Mike Tyson, so adorable. Oh, come on. Come on. Just tell us. Come on. Come on. Just tell us. <laughs> and Roseanne's like, nope. You got to figure it out for yourself. Like, damn it. So you're telling me Roseanne knows who's the head of the Illuminati and she's not telling us? <laughs> How much do you have to super chat to find out? <laughs> That's like, why, shouldn't Roseanne be the one exposing that if she's against all this shit? That's what yes! annoys me about all that. Right. If you know this and you want to get the word out, that was the thing that like Drew Lane, he watches her show and he goes, I, I don't even know what conspiracy theory she's talking about half the time. She goes so yeah. deep with these things. Like you have to be a pretty regular Alex Jones listener to know what she's even fucking talking about. Yeah. And well, so like when she starts the show and says the thing about Hitler and the Nazis in Antarctica or something like that. Do you know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, Like again, that was pure sarcasm. So, is yeah. that, that, so that's a joke. I get. Like, yes. I can tell it's a joke just because 
it was so bizarre. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't, I don't get what you're going for, Roseanne. <laughs> you know, I, I have to say this right now because I had a similar conversation with Drew and Mark and Brandon and now you. Yeah. I, for some reason, I guess I'm on the same frequency as Roseanne because I actually <laughs> understand. I think I understand what she's trying to communicate most yeah. of the time. Which props Carl just to me. makes your points about the Jews. I think that's what he's really. That's uh, what he's listen, really dog whistling us. For. There was no Holocaust, <laughs> but maybe there should have been. Mike, it's my point. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's about time. Why am I saying this on the internet right now? This is not a smart thing. I'm joking, everyone. It's a joke. All right, see you on Rumble next week. We'll be on uh, Rumble and Cozy <laughs> Cozy TV is where you can find uh, what what was it called? Louder and Prouder. Is that the name of our new oh, show? Yes, Loud and Proud. <laughs> Loud and Proud. <laughs> I love it. All right, Mike. That's all we got. Um, no voicemails again. Two weeks in a row. No voicemails. But I guess people communicate with us through the the chats and the super chats, so they don't feel the need to uh, to call into the voicemail. But if you want to, you can find the phone number at whoarethese.com. Yes. And also on whoarethese.com is this show. You can find all of our uh, videos that we put up on YouTube for Who Are These Podcasts and links to our Discord server and and Patreon where you can support the show and get bonus episodes of Who Are These Podcasts. And, of course, the other website that we should talk about is blindmike.net. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, Yeah, that's where you can find my Patreon if you want to subscribe. We're getting close to 700 on Patreon, so hopefully we can get there soon. Um. And if you'd rather just support the show for free, all the links are there for Blind Mike Project, Why You Laughing, and Who Are These Socials. Um, so if you want the audio link, if you can't always watch when we're live or watch on YouTube, um, subscribe to this show on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Same with Why You Laughing and Blind Mike Project. And um, the next episode of Why You Laughing won't be out until uh, July 6th what? for free. But... It's on Patreon now, guys. Oh, okay. Go listen to it now. Oh, God. It's the, the firing of Anthony Cumia, and we did a bonus episode, Anthony Cumia versus Joe DeRosa, which I thought was an interesting saga during that whole period. So that's up on Patreon as well. And uh, Blind Mike Project, we went live today. So go check that out on YouTube right now. And Mike, you mentioned you're getting close to 700 people supporting you on Patreon. And the reason why I bring this up is because you have specific goals. Yes. And when you get to 1,000... <laughs> When we get to it, it's a long way off, I understand. But when we get to a thousand, we're going to play the Richard Ojeda drinking game uh, where we're going to set up rules. Richard has certain catchphrases. He does. So we'll have to take it. We'll watch an episode of uh, the Ojeda Live and uh, take a drink every time Richard does one of his little quirks. And at 2,000 patrons, I said I would uh, perf- memorize and perform um, Make America Innate Again at a stage. Somewhere in the area. Craig said he would set it up for me. So I will perform, make, uh, reenact Make America Innate Again live somewhere when we get to uh, 2,000 patrons. So. That is amazing. And I just want to go out there and say that I will play this Richard Ojeda drinking game long before you get to 1,000. That sounds like fun. I'm in. Oh, good. I'm going to do All it right. tonight. Excellent. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had a long day today, and Mike, so did you. Thanks for doing this uh, special, special day, special time. But uh, it's always fun talking to you, buddy, and going through all these uh, videos and things. Always a pleasure. Like I said, great job yesterday. Now, have a, have a, have a drink. Take it off, buddy. Oh, thanks, man. I think, I think I've earned it. Although I, I'm doing a, uh, a bonus episode of Where These Podcasts tomorrow for our Patreon and oh, Supercast. The guy never stops. We, oh, I never do. And we'll be, uh, producer Chris and I will be going through some more of Easy For You To Say 
easily my favorite audiobook of all time. Beautiful. All right, guys. Is that it? That's it, buddy. See you never. Who are these social things? That's what this audience wants to hear. Like, whoa! Who are these socials? I'm the one who should apologize. Folks, what you were about to see is real. With Carl. Okay, we got it. And blind mind.